0: Welcome, all soldiers, to the Fantasy Football War Council's podcast. Here are your co hosts, Jonathan Arneson and Daniel Gutierrez. Hello, and welcome back, soldiers, to another episode of the Fantasy Football War Council. I'm your host, Jonathan, and joined with me is one of my best friends and co host, Daniel. Daniel, how are you doing today?
1: Good evening. I am fantastic. Starting, you know, week two of the NFL season. It's, uh, it's football season. It's Christmas every day.
0: I love it. It is awesome. I mean, this is the best time of the year, right? So.
1: Uh, it is the best time of year. Not only do we get to do our podcast, but we get to uh, talk trash just about every day and, uh, you know, research and read about football with actual news rolling in every day. So it's it's absolutely fantastic.
0: And we have plenty of the trash talking to come today, so.
1: (laughs) That's right. In today's Fun-Fill episode, we'll be going into each competition, each matchup of the week, and uh, giving out some of our awards according to uh, the standards that we have set. And uh, we'll go into projected winners of next week and maybe next week's lineup.
0: But first, the news
1: uh saints placed michael thomas on the three-week ir for a high ankle sprain um i really like the fact that ir is three weeks this week or this year um it should be a little bit different because of covid but that's something that i think should stay
0: it it is gonna help uh Shorter, shorter, shorter breaks. I mean, like n- somebody that would be out for six to eight weeks because of the IR is now only a three week. You don't have to wait as long to see these players come back. So that will help. Uh, with that being said, Niners, Richard Sherman, placed on IR for his leg, uh, three weeks minimum. So another player. Yeah, that definitely helps the bench spots in fantasy. Uh, they've lost two players in that San Francisco. Defense uh, camp, so still- that defense is starting start have holes.
1: That's right, and they still haven't fielded their entire receiver core as, as what is supposed to go on their depth chart. Yeah. Speaking of the receiver core, Mohamed Sanu has signed with the 49ers. Um, it's a small one-year contract, I believe, and uh, they just, they're just plagued by injuries. They're trying to fill those holes.
0: Can we say not fantasy relevant?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that helps no one.
0: So this morning I log on to Twitter. And I have this Twitter account purely just for football. It's attached to players and stuff like that. So I can get news right away to help myself beat you guys. Right. So Alan Robinson has removed everything on his Twitter account from about being part of the bears. So like he is not, it doesn't even say that he's part of Chicago bears on there. And this morning it said there was an article that said that he had asked for, he had requested for a trade. And then later in this afternoon, a response from his, Agent came out stating that they had not asked for a trade, but now he just wants a contract. So, this is it's all chess pieces being moved around. I mean,
1: right? Oh, man, what a mess. Yeah, what a mess. Speaking of a mess, uh, Le'Veon Bell is placed on IR. Those poor Jets, they just can't catch a break. I personally didn't have a very high ceiling for Le'Veon this year, but uh, it's definitely a blow to their offense.
0: Adam Gase is so happy he gets Frank Gore as his running back again. <laughs> the Infinity Stone is still alive. I mean, what is he, oh, like yeah. 36
1: at this point? so. I think so, yeah. Oof. Future Hall of Famer, I think.
0: Oh, definitely. First, first, first year, sir. He'd be a first ballot. So, Chris Godwin on the concussion protocol this week. Shame to see he came out late in the game, I guess. So, Will miss week two, definitely. Hopefully, he gets back sooner after that. I hate to see it. Hate to see it. Scotty Miller, good pickup. Scotty Miller, good pickup.
1: Yeah, for week two, for sure.
0: And now it's time to go over this week's war and hand out our rewards. First matchup on the list is a repeat of last year's championship matchup, which was a much better matchup them.
1: Alright, first off, we need a moment of silence for our manager missing in action this week. Has anyone seen Martin? Is he out there somewhere? Please call his mommy. She needs to know where he's at. He was the recipient of the dishonorable performance of the week for scoring the least amount against any opponent or just in general for the week. He is also part of the biggest blowout because he went against SC Slave Runners, who gets the Bronze Star Medal for highest score and biggest blowout of the week. This is a brutal one, John. Congratulations.
0: I take a big bow because. <laughs> This manager I played against was literally MIA. I mean, he went AWOL, and they're sending out people to look for this guy because he was nowhere <laughs> to be found on Sunday. So.
1: Oh, 75 points is a pretty big margin of defeat there.
0: And So, Ooh. I mean, I know this is only week one, but I was staring at record books because they opened up yesterday on the 15th, and it was quite awesome. Um, this is not far off of... Uh, Biggest gets to blow out overall time since uh our league started and that was a well i'll say it doubled this so it doubled yeah it was kind of crazy but
1: yeah and well you had three players that scored over 30 he had two players that scored over or three players that scored over 20 so um that can tell you the discrepancy of the scoring there it was it was brutal he had no chance
0: well it's hard he had a kicker spot he had a kicker spot open and it's funny because before the kicker spot it was a defensive player spot and I called him multiple times I said hey fill that spot and he filled the defensive spot and then all of a sudden the kicker spot went empty so I don't know if he was just messing with me or what he was trying to do
1: (laughs) Well, I do have to say he filled that that defensive spot with K.J. Wright that scored four. So uh-huh. his empty kicker spot almost scored just as much. So I, I don't know if that was going to make a difference.
0: No, uh, there's no help in that. So there's definitely no help in that. <laughs> um, our next matchup is Stonewall Your Face versus Union Ambush. And this was a pretty good game. 173 points to 223.75 Union Ambush dominated with a 50 point 75 point difference he was the second highest point he was the second highest points of the week and had a pretty good matchup Uh, he was definitely much better than we expected but the sad truth he lost michael thomas this week for at least three weeks
1: yeah he did he he just had some players that scored phenomenally i mean Adam Thielen with 30 points, Baltimore defense with 39 points. They just took it to Cleveland and uh, Jamal Adams, with 28, you know, his keepers and his draft played really well. Stonewall, your face had Devonte Adams with 34 points. But after that, it really wasn't much else. I mean, it was consistent. It wasn't horrible, but I mean, I, I feel bad. he's, he, it just feels like his team didn't show up for him, even though he still scored 173 points, which isn't too bad. But.
0: This was a team we pegged that needed some running back help this year. Absolutely. So he definitely has some single digits in those positions. But, I mean, yeah, Union Ambush's team, Jose, he showed up. But, sadly, Chris Godwin and Michael Thomas, both gone next both week. Both
1: gone. So we'll have to
0: see. He's going to have a rough next week.
1: Been on his bench right now, he's got A.J. Green and Marvin Jones. We'll have to see how those guys do next week. All right. Our next matchup is three sheets to the wind versus can't cut the custard. Can't cut the custard gets the win, scoring 216.6 points. And three sheets takes the loss with scoring 192.7 for a 23.9 scoring differential forced highest of the week man what do you think about this one
0: um andy put up a good win uh this was a this i mean like i know it's not our closest game but when i stared at these this was the one that came out and jumped out as the closest matchup i mean both teams were very solid and uh three sheets of the wind played much better than i projected uh and it was those running backs in no fear in them. Aaron Jones, Todd Gurley, 15.5, 17.8. They played really well. Matt Ryan carried that team with 32.6 points. So, and that sneaky Indianapolis defense that you like so much, 24 and a half points. Yeah, so.
1: that, that too. And then Mark Andrews, 20 points, the two touchdowns he pulled in, yeah. you know, those are, those are the lead. Now, meanwhile, can't cut the custard. Russell Wilson put up 42.6 points. Led the way in his team for sure. And then after that's Buffalo, Buda Baker. Buffalo with 33 points, Buda Baker with 25 points, and Chris Carson with 22 points, Julio Jones with 20 points. I mean, when you've got a guy showing up like that and everybody else still puts up single to double-ish digits, it's hard to lose.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, Andy's got a very solid team. We had him projected very well in our power rankings, and this is a team to worry about. I mean, it, they all showed up. Look at that. I mean, he lost Le'Veon Bell six points. He had 6.8 points this week, but yeah, I mean, he's got the bench spots to fill it. He's got Juju on the bench, he's got Kareem Hunt on the bench. I mean, I'm not worried for him. He sh- he's going to do really well. Not worried for him at all. Our next matchup this is your matchup, and you played my wife, Boston Teabaggers 175.35. Uterus S Grant, two hundred and twenty-seven points. This was the third highest points scored against you this week. Forty-five point three-five differential. That's a
1: that's a big blowout. I mean, uh, owie. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, this. But can you please take the paddle away from your wife? My ass is very sore.
0: Oh no, break away from me is something I need. So (laughs) she's got a studly team. I mean. Josh Allen, he had a career. He had a career day. Thirty-eight point one points. Amari Cooper, she was worried about him. Thirteen points. Ridley Calvin Ridley, twenty-nine point six points. When you cover Julio, where is there to throw Calvin? Calvin. Hmm. Elliot Ezekiel Elliott, thirty point six points. Austin Eckler, thirteen points. She's got a pretty studly, studly theme, and her defense, thirty-four from. Pittsburgh and Shaq Barrett, no sacks, eight points on the day. Something yeah. we were concerned about just three three tackles solo. So hopefully we see a little more out of him this year, but, uh, even on her bench, uh, she's got Ezekiel Elliott or she's got Eric Kendricks, Eric Kendricks. She could have rotated him in. So 19 points.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My team just didn't show, you know, quarterback scored 26.2 or four five Tom Brady A.J. Brown, 6.4. Keenan Allen, 5.7. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was my bright spot on the day, 24.8. And then my defense carried me the rest of the way, scoring double digits for each one, even though my second-highest-scoring defensive player, Patrick Queen, scored 20 points off of my bench, but that wouldn't have made much difference. That would have only been three points maximum. I got my ass handed to me. It was brutal. I still think I have a strong team, and I'm just hoping that this uh, week one was a fluke because of the fact that there was no preseason and there's still miscommunications going on. But as Tampa goes, I will go. We'll find out and see how that goes.
0: Shake off that week one and move forward. Tampa's got a good matchup against Carolina next week, so I'd look forward to it.
1: That's right. Oh, man, that's right. And our our next matchup are the Lincoln Renegades versus Rogers Hard War. Uh, Lincoln's Renegades with 173.5. And the Rogers Hard War scored 59.3 for the second lowest total of the week. And, uh, you know, he's we're going to give him the Purple Heart of the week because it was the closest game and, and he lost it. So he, he's going to get the, the Purple Heart. And meanwhile, we're also going to give... Jared the Minuteman Award for the biggest surprise win of the week. We did not at all expect Jared to win this game. He he pulled it out for sure. It is 14.2 points differential, and it is definitely the biggest surprise of the week. What do you think?
0: I agree. I was very surprised by this award. Wanted to come up with a surprise award for him. I think he totally deserves it. He pulled out a win. And defeated a very strong team to do it. So yeah, uh, it's a very good game for him.
1: And I think the difference here is just Lamar Jackson. It's that is the difference here on the team. He had Lamar Jackson scoring thirty eight point six five, and New Orleans defense scoring thirty five point nine five, and that pretty much carried the rest of his team. He had double digits, below double digits, and plenty of single digits. And, uh, you know, Raj's side wasn't much better.
0: I mean, we did say that uh, his defensive players, who would put up double digits, and his quarterback would carry this team to at least seventh place. So,
1: Yeah, well, looking like it.
0: Yeah, it's very possible. He did it last year, and he could do it again.
1: (laughs) All right. So this week being the first week of competitive waivers, We will be having our treasure hunter of the week segment next week. We're going to go into that segment and we're going to talk about whose waiver wire pickup performed the best in that following week. That is a segment that we will be continuing throughout the year. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to that. It should be a lot of fun to see who's actually performing and and going through. I think that uh, we have a couple candidates of that this week. Who do you think they might be?
0: I mean, there's some studly candidates in there. I mean, yours first and foremost was the first one, OJ Howard. I mean, tight ends aren't flashy, but I think there was a very good pickup. He's going to be the tight end that Brady feels safe to. Yes, Gronk is there, but Gronk is there to to train a new guy, so hand the reins over. Next guy on the list was Darius Slayton. He had a phenomenal day. And if Danny Dimes can keep it up, I mean, that is a really good candidate for treasure hunter of the week uh, with, and that was three sheets to the wind. And my last guess would be Lincoln's Renegades with Robbie Anderson, Mm. Uh, not even his first waiver. This was his second waiver. So very good pickup. Um, But there's also a dark horse on that. So, yeah, Scotty Miller was another good pickup.
1: Scotty Miller, I think, is a dark horse. I think the forerunner for me is Jerome Baker, linebacker from Miami. He was my second waiver wire pickup. Man had 13 tackles. Now, granted, the, all that the Patriots are doing is running the ball, but 13 tackles in a game is nothing to shy away from. That would be 26 points on its, on it by itself. And then he had f- five partial tackles after that. So uh, we'll see how that... That shakes out. I did move him up into my starting lineup.
0: Phenomenal pickup. And to be honest, tackles, tackles, tackles is what does it for us. So, and that's right. That is very consistent. So I like it. But will, I mean, who does Miami play next week? Buffalo, which is a running team. So that's going to be a really good matchup. Another running team to play against. So, and it is going to be raining, the weather says. So that's, that's right. I like it. Defense gets his fumbles too. Look at that. Turnovers. Turnovers, turnovers. So that's a very good one.
1: He had a forced fumble, a sack, and a tackle for a loss. So he uh he was on fire the whole game. We'll see how that works out.
0: Well, there's some very good pickups in that bunch there, and I do like it. I mean, uh, we'll see we'll see who plays out for this week. So we'll watch it on Sunday and we'll have an award for next week. Um next up we have our week two matchups. Uh just to brush over who's playing who for this next week. Yeah. Um our first matchup is SC Slave Runners playing against Can't Cut the Custard.
1: That's gonna be an interesting matchup, yeah. Um I think that you're gonna take it. <laughs> it's the third versus fourth place team at this point, and I don't think he's gonna be fourth for long. Uh the matchup after that is Stonewall Your Face versus Uterus S Grant.
0: This is a very close matchup. And this is how what we have pegged is our game of the week. I mean, this is when you have matchups that are projected this close, they're really, these are the fun ones to watch because it comes down to those nail biting moments and who gets what tackle, who gets what yard. We have, uh, second place, first, eighth place. So it's going to be a good one. Um, our next matchup is three sheets to the wind versus union ambush. First place, Union Ambush versus sixth place. It's, uh, it, it doesn't look as close as it should be for somebody ranked first place, but he's got some people out. He needs to swap some people in. I think it'll be a little closer than the scoreboard's projecting.
1: I think so. I think he doesn't have a kicker position, and the kicker that he has on his bench will give him eight more points, which will put the point differential within three points. I think it's going to be a pretty good game. You know, um union ambush hopefully has some players that will show up for him salt like they did last week and hopefully a few players for three sheets don't go mi like they did last and it should be a pretty close matchup yeah the next matchup next matchup is the boston teabaggers my team basically tampa bay versus rogers hard war basically dallas cowboys what do you think john
0: I think I'm rooting Tampa Bay over Dallas Cowboys here. 209 <laughs> versus 202. I mean, it's a seven point differential in their projections, but you know me, I'm going to root Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. Fire them cannons, baby. <laughs> um, our next match and our final matchup is Lincoln's Renegades versus Yankee Raiders. This is going to be a phenomenal matchup. Fifth place versus 10th place. I mean, I know when you hear 5th and 10th, you don't think anything special, but I don't know. I think this is going to be a good matchup. Yankee Raiders is going to come off of the biggest blowout and recover and see if he can take back a win. While, Yan- while Lincoln's Renegades needs to hold on to the victory he has and see if he can eke out another one. What do you think, Daniel?
1: Oh, man. Well, it depends on how Lamar Jackson and uh, the defense does for uh, Lincoln's Renegades, and it also depends if uh, our MIA manager decides to fill in all his spots this week. That's definitely going to help the competition, so we'll see how it is. If, if Yankee Raiders pulls it off and goes from the worst-scoring team of the week into a win the next week, he will have earned our Prisoner of Ward medal, so... We'll uh, we'll see how that goes. It's prestigious, and it is rare. We'll have to see.
0: Let's see if our AWOL manager has uh, the gruff to come back and take back a victory and hold himself in it. But uh, I think the quarterback and the IDP across from him might just hold him down. So that's (laughs) going to be an interesting one.
1: I think it's going to be close.
0: Thanks again for marching with us. Stay tuned to next week to hear who beat who, who won the next awards in combat, and who win MIA. Congratulations to our winners, and keep on the good fight. And always remember,
1: stay vigilant, soldiers.